Hello, and welcome back to Goon Squad Radio Podcast. My name is Brian Hobbs, and I'll be your Dungeon Master with me, Mr. Jacob Wyckoff. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> you cracked under the pressure. Okay, 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 okay. Right. Mr. Jacob Wyckoff. Trevor Starkwin, let's do this! Mr. Ryan Siller. Del Vilosoria. And one Mr. Joseph Smeckle. Udor Kapok. Alright. <laughs> By the way, I'm leaving that in, just so you know. I am absolutely not letting you get away with that. Okay, <laughs> let's go ahead and hop Come in. on. <laughs> 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 All right. Last session, our squad was rescued by a retrieval team from a city called the Glacier. The retrieval team was led by a humanoid named Osto, who turned out to be just bone and nervous system. Can't get cold if you don't have skin. Alongside Osto and his compatriots, Bon and Murr, the squad raced towards the glacier at an incredible speed thanks to advanced enhancements created by one Richard Starkwind. The squad was making great pace and was about to return safely when they were attacked by giant birds that attempted to turn them into a meal. In the encounter, Osto's friend Bon was taken by the birds and Odor Kopak was almost killed. After fending off birds long enough, the squad safely reached the glacier, and with some divine help from Delvilos, Treyborn was able to nail the anchoring shot to get the squad safely into the hangar. Osto then told them that they could find Richard Starkwind in a couple different places, and that brings us to where we are now. So I present to you, once again, Ale Lucentia. So you guys are in the hangar, uh, there's like a set of double doors in front of you that's supposed to lead out into the city. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess at this point, I guess it's like a, uh, so also already told us where we, uh, can go find him, you know, like almost like a lab, uh, like I guess the other one was this where he lives, or maybe even a local bar. Correct. Um, well, I don't know about you guys, I could definitely use a drink, so ideally if I come across him at a bar, I will not say no to that. <laughs> so you say so you want to check the bar first? Yeah, let's go for the bar, I can definitely awesome. use a drink. It's been Is a it busy? Are there are there a lot of people walking around? Uh, in the hangar, it's like pretty empty. It's like you guys and like Austin and like two other people. Interesting. Dang, you're telling me only two people run this whole hangar? I mean, it doesn't get a whole lot of use, so. True, uh, true. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't played in such a long time. We don't know how to play Dungeons and Dragons anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. I feel like you can't pick up that momentum. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're on cool. a mission. I'm switching. To save our fucking All right. world. Alright. Alrighty. That, let's go uh yeah, let's go look for my dad. I think it's time. Uh, I gotta gotta face my fears. Um also uh yeah, I also I don't know I was uh disappeared for a little bit, guys. I apologize. Uh I ran into my boy Feeks. Um wait, wait, apparently wait, did you um let's say uh my boy Feeks, so uh you know, the good old guy that kind of transferred transferred me to the stars and realms and saw some crazy shit. Um, long story short, guys, uh, the mm. world might the world might die. Uh, it seems like no matter what he does, the world explodes. Some someone's fucking with something along the lines to the point where we need to stop the world from exploding. I, I don't know if it involves Solstice, I don't know if it involves the fact that there's two different sides of the world. I don't know if it involves my dad. All I know is that he somehow seems to be connected with it. He was doing research on the stars. Feeks is somehow involved in some way. Um, and then there's two others that I can't recall the names right just yet, but there are two others that are fucking with the whole system. So I'm really, really just wondering what's going on on that front um, on how we can stop this. And of course, Solstice is getting a little dirty. Are they trying to prevent it or are they trying to bring it about? I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. I'm not too sure, but hopefully we get some answers. But I figured I would relay that to you. 
Um, and also, in the process of realizing this, I have been using magic without realizing it. Um, so, yeah. You, uh, I'm on your side, Del. You, uh, You're on up. our side. <laughs> you start shouting. <laughs> that's, that's good to know. On the side of magic using. Okay. Uh, I want to look over to Odor and kind of give him like a concerned look. And then I want to look back. Uh, Trayborn, did you uh, hit your head at all whenever we were in that car coming back? You, are you feeling all right? Do you see Feeks here in the room right now? <laughs> I mean, I did. I did think I have a concussion. I don't know. Um, uh-huh. I do get really sleepy. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and trust you on this, but I do think that you need to get your head checked. Um, that's a big bomb to drop, man. You you mean to tell me that, from what I understand, if this is true, that this goes further than just. Azona Rai and Solstice, this is like a matter of this world collapsing or just, you know, blowing up? You, you see, that's the thing is I don't know if it is or isn't. I just know um, whenever I disappeared about, you know, a few hours ago, whenever uh, I got zapped out in the middle of the ice, um, I got taken to, I guess, where Feeks resides. And essentially, you know, he mentioned and, he, you know, I saw this giant thing of just the literal planet, the literal disc just exploding. Oh. Um. That's so nice. I, I I mean I don't think it's in my head, but it might be. Um because you're starting to sound like one of those round earther people, man. You're telling me the world's <laughs> gonna explode. There's someone named listen, listen, now. I'm spouting some crazy shit. I'm never gonna be a round earther. They never trust a round earther. They don't believe in science. They don't even believe in science. Yeah, who, I mean yeah. We I mean, we're all literally on the other side, so it, exactly. Um, I mean if it was round, wouldn't I have just been able to walk around it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I think these so, are all um, things that you should bring up to your dad, who's supposed to be a professional on, you know, um, I'm not going to pretend like I understand, you know, stuff in the sky. Okay, that's actually huh? probably a good mm-hmm. point. God, I hope he's not a frowner right there. I swear to God. That's it. I'm taking him out. <laughs> I, I look at him, then, yeah, I was like, then I think you'll be comfortable with killing your father. Thousand yard stare. All right, let's go ahead and head on to the bar. <laughs> um, I guess we can ask around to see where the bar is, or is this just like you know you get you got little directions all over the walls? Okay, so you guys are like in the hangar. You just had this long discussion, and you walk out like a set of double doors, uh, and you are met by a crowd of about two hundred people who, upon seeing you, all just start cheering and clapping for you. It's just a sea of people that are all like blue skinned and like like blue and like a deep purple color to their skin it's like some elves some tieflings like a handful of orcish looking people and like mostly humans uh you see they're all just like cheering losing their minds and austin goes oh yeah uh forgot to tell you um successful retrievers are quite rare and kind of a big deal uh so yeah uh this is this is a big moment for everybody I guess, uh, yeah, I guess at that point, I guess we all just, I guess, just look at each other and just arms up. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> Del yeah, swells just... with pride. He tries not to let it get to him. He just has, like, his shield up and he's trying to, like, hold his breath and puff his chest out like, this is nothing. This is what I expected. <laughs> but he's like, just peeing awesome. himself. He's so excited. <laughs> Can I roll inside to see if I see this? Yeah, roll perception to see if Del wets himself. What? <laughs> what? I don't know, that's what you said. You that's said you a, pee yourself a little yeah, bit. Just a little. It's a dribble. Just a little? And a stream. And that one? Yeah, yeah you don't see anything. That's you don't right. see anything of his stream. That's right. That's uh, just me yeah. and me, baby. So, 
Only for me to know. It's just between me and Torn. Me and Torn. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you see Osto, he like kind of turns around and goes, all right, all right, leave our guests alone. Uh, you'll have plenty of time to harass them later. Uh, and he points across you and he goes, uh, yeah, so there's the tavern you were talking about. Um, however, if you're looking for your dad, he might be up in that building. And he turns and points up the street and you see like a spire that stands 90 feet tall. It's like a giant triangular shape. It's blue and made out of ice with like lines kind of wrapping what? up around to the point of it at the top. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's nice. Got some Heisenberg in here. Um, so at least from here, um, so I guess we should go, uh, so essentially so you're saying he's not going to be at the tavern, but he's probably going to be in the tower? Well, uh, if he's not in the tower, he's in the tavern or possibly the workshop. So those are the three places I would check first if I was looking for old Dick. But, um, you know, look, oh, looking for what? I think I've ever heard him called old Dick. Sorry, uh, Richard, a.k.a. Dick Stockwin. Hmm. No, just... Dell tries really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Dell right. as he laughs. So, uh, real quick, what is that giant um, protruding building over there? What is that? Uh, well, that's uh, it's Dick's Spire. Uh, it's where he does a lot of... You know, I think it's best that he describes mm-hmm. it, but it's a place that like a lot of our resources come out of. Um, mm. And as well, like a lot of his work gets ah, done there. It, there and then the workshop. So it's very phallic, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Beautifully erect, though, yeah, if I yeah, say something so to talk to Dick about. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna. Okay, we're gonna. Okay, all right. Yeah, you want to check the tavern <laughs> first, Trayvorn? Shall we? Yeah. Let's go. All right. Okay, let's go. Moving on over to the tavern. Dell uh, does not point, like you know, going in the taverns. They're very secular. Dell does like drinking. He just doesn't <laughs> like taverns. Oh, cool. okay. Uh, you guys start pushing through the crowd, and as you're pushing through, you notice that like everyone in this crowd is wearing this fabric that's like a whitish and blue color like a very light blue uh and it appears to shimmer almost like it has a luminescent quality to it uh like it's like almost glowing fabric and as you're walking you notice that like the air inside the vicinity of the walls of this like giant city is like warm it's not ice cold like it was on the surface outside and you feel like the hair on your neck and on like your head start to just ever so slightly raise. Like there's an electric like wave happening through the air. Hmm. I feel some sort of magic. I do feel something. I feel like my mohawk is a little bit taller today. Are we used to that kind of magic through Alley the Sincha, like that climate controlled? Uh it's not as common. You probably would have seen it like once or twice before, mm. but this is like another form of that same kind of like climate control that's happening between the walls yeah magic walls man magic house (laughs) all right yeah i guess we uh go in and uh Uh, yeah yeah you guys enter uh this tavern it's a pretty large building uh it's made entirely out of ice still climate controlled though and you see it's just a sea of an assortment of people of all like just varying shades of blue to purplish color skin uh and yeah there's just people in there you can do a perception check to look for good old richard starkwind yeah let's, let's do i don't feel like i know what he looks like but maybe he has say, maybe trayborn has some pictures uh i mean you saw the picture the one time uh y'all were at my house oh that's right i did see that uh the and that's a the sick. painting <laughs> okay i got a three 
<laughs> I got an eight, so. Three plus yeah, four you guys seven. look around the room and you see a lot of people are like making eye contact with you as you're surveying the area. Uh, and as you like make your way and like look over towards where the bar is at, you see the barkeep locks eyes with you guys and then jumps over the counter and runs out the other door. All right. Um, go chase so, after We go. We, we, we chase yeah, him. Yeah, we're moving. We're, we're moving. <laughs> You guys take off after him? Yeah, yeah. no questions yeah. asked. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't see want this guy her. books it out the door. You guys chase through him. Uh, yeah, what do you guys... Roll athletics checks for me. Okay. All right. That's All right, switching guys. 18. Uh, 11. I got, I got 7. A 7, 11, and an 18. Uh, you guys... Odor and Trevor, and you guys are having like a hard time maneuvering through the crowd. Del, you just kind of like put your shield up and just kind of like run through people, <laughs> like linebacker style, and you catch up to this dude. And do you like tackle him? Do you just grab him? What are you doing? I want to call out before I touch him. I'm like, hey, hey, easy, easy. We're not looking to cause any trouble. We just, we just, you know, we're looking for someone. You see, he's like, you're not, it's not me. I promise. I'm not me. And he just keeps running. No, we're not looking for you. I'm, I'm obviously not looking for you. Or I would, do you know a dick? Do you know, do you know dick? <laughs> And you see, he's just like, he keeps booking his, I, I know plenty right, of dicks, right, but they're all I, mean guys. I tried, I tried. I'm going to cast hold person on him. Oh, wow. Okay. What is it? Does uh, he have to roll something? I succeed a wisdom saving throw, and my new spell save is 14. No, that's tasty. He fails. You see, he like runs and just stops in place. Beautiful. Um, I want to walk over to him. And kind of like get in front of him and be like, all right, so we can do this the easy way or the hard way. The hard way isn't going to be violent, but I'm going to keep you here. And we're going to go off of like eye movement. So do you understand me? His eyes go up and down. Excellent. Okay, so I'm going to let you go. But I need you to answer some questions for me. I'm just looking for one man. And once you tell me any information you have, whether it's important or not, I will let you go free. In fact, I'll even toss a gold your way. Okay, so remain calm. I wave off the whole person and I'm right there in front of him like ready to go in case he wants to to jolt you see you're like right in front of him the whole person wears off and he like stumbles forward into you because he has still have that momentum moving mm. uh Trayborn and Odo you guys like catch up kind of panting through the crowd he goes okay okay I'll tell you whatever you need to know just don't take me back all right of course I take you back to the bar don't, don't you work there I was gonna no, say yeah, yes don't take me back to the bar Oh, um, um, is this okay. some sort of okay. is something code here? You What's your name? Uh, uh, my, my name is uh, Trevor. Um, uh, Trevor Lightblade. Cut the shit, kid. Say, <laughs> <laughs> come on, buddy. What we got here? <laughs> I go walk up, um, and I just look up to him. Listen, buddy. Looking for my dad. He obviously looks a lot like me, similar in stature. A little bit older, probably a lot older. In all fairness. But, you know, I haven't seen him in years. He dipped. I don't know where he's been. Come on, help a brother out. Oh, are you, you you looking for Richard? Yes. Richard Starkwin? Yes. Well, he hasn't been by the tavern today, so I assume he's probably in his workshop. He usually comes by after he finishes up whatever he's working on. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And Is he a have... beer guy, a meat guy, spirits, tea? Milk? Uh, depends on the day. Uh. Um, usually it's like some kind of spirit. Mm. Interesting. I mean, does okay. he mention a lot about, you know, Classic. his home life, what he's really doing? I mean, 
he talks about his kid and his wife a lot, but that's about it. Hmm. I look over at Trayvon oh. and I give him a little nudge. I'm like, ah, see? See, your daddy loves you. Uh, your dad loves you. Your dad loves shut you. Up, shut it's okay, up. Embrace it's not, it. even, Love it's is not great. even that serious, man. It's not, it's not even that Love serious, justice. man. Okay. Yeah, go, go, to, um, go to stifle a little to you. <laughs> um, Trevor? Uh, Trevor, is it? Light Blade? Yeah. yeah. If that yeah, is Trevor Light Blade. Okay. Listen. Sounds very Definitely similar. my real name. I, I toss him that gold. But I have another one. And like, first of all, are you, is this good currency here? Does this money work? Do I need to go get my money changed? Uh, I, I mean, there's not really anywhere to get your money changed. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't have much need for currency uh, here. Okay. Mm. Um, quick question. Slippery slope here. You said you didn't want to go back slope. to the bar, but you were there. You were already working there. And it's not like, you know, we walked in and we set you free. It, it looked like you looked at us and maybe you thought we were someone else. And I don't want to pry, you know, but... Uh, I kind of hold out like an amulet. I was like, I feel morally obligated um, to make sure that, you know, everyone is, you know, safe and fair treatment is all the way around and, you know, that no one is being taken advantage of. And do you think right now there may be something you want to tell me about this town and about what's going on with you? Maybe I can help you. Roll a charisma check. Ooh, let's go. Just a raw charisma. It's a 10. It's a 10. No, I, I, you know, I'm okay. I just... If you really need me to go back to the bar, I'll go back to the bar. Uh, no problem. I just I just don't want any trouble. All right. All right. Yeah. You do you, man. Me, me Trevor Lightblade wants no trouble at all from you. Uh, okay, I don't listen, remember listen, your name, boy. but I really know your face. If that helps. That uh. That, that, can I roll an insight check to see if I've ever seen this guy before? Uh yeah, you can roll an insight check. You can all roll history checks or insights, whatever works best for you. Let's go. Ooh, let's go. That's twenty-one. That's gonna be eighteen. That's a, a natural twenty. What's good, Trevor? Trevorn, you don't have any memory, but uh, Odor and Delvalis, you guys have like the faintest, fa- like passing memory. Delvalis specifically would have it of the moment you walked in to Solstice on your first day. This kid was one of the guards who let you in the front door. What? It kind of, I guess it comes back to me. I'm like, wait a second. Wait. <laughs> I, I know you. You? No, no, you don't. Okay. Do we know him? Let's say you weren't, you know, dressed in all yellow, letting me inside the Solstice Academy on my first day. <clears throat> I had the, uh, what was my car called? <laughs> Kia Spirit. I had the Kia Spirit. <laughs> you probably noticed it. In fact, I have a bone to pick with you. There were a couple of uh, people in my tent who took that out without my permission. You just seemed to let them. But um, I just have to ask. I'm not going to report you or anything, but why'd you leave Solstice? Why are you here? Isn't this like, you know, the last place you want to be? You see, he like reaches forward and grabs your plate and pulls you in really close. He goes, all right, look, I am not going back there. All right. Easy. No matter what happens, I will not go back. All right. Well- I, 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 I tense up sacred flame like I just want to like my my plate armor to get a little hot okay yeah so he like lets go pats you away and he goes I just I I don't want to get into it all right yeah you do you all right but something I just I have a bad bad feeling and I won't go back well, okay. why do you have a bad feeling solstice is here to protect everybody you We're see good Del Vilos 
he gives you this kind of like look and then he kind of gives like a side eye towards Trevor like they're like are you are we sure about this guy like is he on the level can we talk in front of him kind of look <laughs> he's yes he, he's with he's with us like he is this is Trayvorn Starkwind I don't know if you've heard about him but the guy can shoot shoot up hey, supposedly look. oh my god look man I, I just I don't <laughs> all right I don't know what to tell you there's they're doing like okay can I can I level with you real quick sure I'm level eight I'm, well, okay. Okay. Like a new level. He just goes. I, when I was a kid, I would grow up and I'd have these like visions, and people told me to think nothing of them. But then when I started working at Solstice, I had visions of like monsters and people being turned into monsters and like all these terrible, awful things happening. And I had like, I thought it was a nightmare, but also it kept happening again and again and again. So I thought maybe it was like a vision trying to warn me that I was going to be turned into a monster and I wasn't going to stick around for that. So. Like I said, I will not be going back to Solstice, all right? All right, I get that. Mm. And I kind of let him go, and I kind of want to look at him, and I want to be like, we kind of know about that stuff, too, and we're kind of unsure. So if you feel safer here, I think that's right, and we won't say anything. In fact, I don't even know your name. I don't even know your face. I don't even know why we're talking. So we're going to go, but thank you. And if you ever need us, you know that we're going to be here. Okay. Stay blue. All right, Thank you. Trevor. And you see, he like <laughs> shakes your hand. And he goes, "Yeah, uh, if you need anything at the tavern, first rounds on me." All right. Sounds good. You guys got milk. Well, I was gonna pull and you- Hey, if you see my dad, if he comes in and we have to run past him, tell him I'm looking for him. I'm in the city. Oh, okay, will do. I'll I'll let him know. You see, he kind of like just very slowly like dusts himself off, turns around, and starts walking back towards the tavern. Kind of like elbow cl- visibly shaken, visibly shaken <laughs> as he's walking back. Kind of elbowed. Now I'm just wondering. Like, like I, I don't think he, I don't think he has milk. So you didn't say anything. I mean, rude. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> well, we should... tavern, they got they gotta have milk there, right? Yeah. So yeah. so let's put our heads together real quick. We've heard on two separate occasions that Solstice is turning people into monsters, and I don't think there's any good reason why they would. And, you know, maybe we can hear it again from somewhere else, but I think we know something we need to bring up to Coatsy and um, Elise whenever we get Actually, back. You know what I mean? Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Solstice was built under the premise that yeah. the darkness is going to come back and it's going to take over the realm, right? Right. How else are you going to justify having an organization if there's no monsters to fight? <laughs> Dulles floored. <laughs> <laughs> Del, like, kind of it's, it takes a step away, and he's like, ah, "All right, all right." <sighs> that sounds about That's, right. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I mean, I think we need to get to your dad as soon as we I, can. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I'm a criminal. I've been on your team this whole time, so I, you know. What did you do to go to the prison? Us? You don't tell us. <laughs> you know, it's, it's 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 a long story. You know, it involves how long is it to prisons. the how long of a walk is it to the spire, DM? <laughs> Uh, the, the walk to the spire would be probably like seven to ten minutes, not Excellent. too long. All right, so we start heading off. I paddled her on the back. <laughs> so, buddy, what happened in the gulag? <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> um, I was there for for many moons, many moons. I uh, drank a lot of milk back then. Are you fucking Santa Claus? <laughs> You know, I might be. 
Wait, who's Santa Claus? <laughs> who's Santa Claus? You know, the guy that goes and breaks into people's houses and leaves them gifts. Not even gifts they want, it's just it's just clutter. I think they just uh, still things uh, from other people's yes, houses. The Grand Wizard who um <laughs> I can't justify this in this fucking universe. All right, Odor. <laughs> <laughs> so many, many moons. Lots of milk. Are you off the bottle now? How many days are you without milk? <laughs> no, it was nothing weird with the milk. I just, I just like milk, and you know, mm. they gave me it in there. I and him you know, I was bit. in there just a couple mini moons. Got caught up doing some crime, a little stealing, you know, you know, and the job just went bad. And uh, got caught, you know. Well, yeah, it may uh, sound weird because I'm on the other side of it. I've never once thought about committing crime. I mean, gotten some fist fights and stuff a little outside of the law, but nothing too crazy. Why would you want to steal? Yeah, it was to buy more milk. Mm, of course, you know that yeah, was that, a good that, example that of justice being taken. <laughs> you deserved that punishment, and you committed a crime. But now you're here with us. So in a way, I'm glad that you broke the law. And I'm glad that justice came down with its swift hammer and pushed you in my way, Odor. Let's go find some dick. <laughs> I'm always you guys. Oh, God. I'm always uh, down to hunt some dick. Keep walking. Yeah, we're just and eventually you reach the spire. Hunters. So <laughs> this spire, you guys walk through, like, there's... Essentially, there's like the outer wall of the city that is like the shape of the uh, like glacier itself, and then there's an inner ring that has like another just tall wall inside of it. Uh, and you notice, like, as you're walking through the city, that there are just like apartments built into the sides of the ice, just out of more ice. And so there's just like box type apartments hanging off the walls and everything like that. And you walk through an opening into the center part of this area. Uh, and you see the spire is like 90 feet tall and it is triangular shaped. Like, um, so like the side closest to you is like the flat front side. Uh, and it's about like 45 ish feet wide, right? Uh, you walk through a small opening at the base of this spire. Like there's no one guarding it. It's just the spire that's there. Uh, and you walk in and you see on the ground floor, there's a hole about like, not a hole, but like the floor raises up and then there's a hole cut out of the floor that leads just down to more ice right below it. And that hole is about like 30 something feet wide. And you can look up the spire and you see on each floor, this same hole that's like 30 something feet wide is cut open. And there's a light shining from the top of it down the hole, like towards the bottom floor. So is this just one giant hole or is there 90 holes? No, so like every like floor, there's another hole cut in it. Oh, so, so like there's a staircase up. So it's like so it's okay. staircase it's, up. It's pretty much a spiral staircase. Think like like a lighthouse almost is probably the best like thing to visualize, like a lighthouse. Gotcha. So it's like a climb up through all of these stories, and eventually it gets. But every story is you know they have an access point. A little is bit it all the narrower, same? Yeah. Is it like a staircase or a ladder? It's a staircase. Okay. Oh, is it like a zigzag staircase, kind of like a switchback? Yeah. Okay. Is yep. there anyone, anyone here on the bottom? So how big? How big is this hole? It's a thirty. The feet. hole is thirty feet across. Okay. Um, uh, you don't see any people, but you see just kind of like motes of light that are kind of just like standing there that aren't really moving or interacting with anything. 
and you would know it to be similar to like an unseen servant. Oh, oh like the one that led us here. Yeah, is, is that our guy? Do, do we do we flag him down? Um, do, hello. Do, hello. Can they talk? Hello. <laughs> no, unseen servants can't talk. Okay, okay this looks like I'm pretty sure they can't. But um, yeah, so, I guess. Uh, can I shout up through the hole, just like, hey, anybody in here? Uh, you don't hear any responses. Okay. Hey, fuckface, where you been? <laughs> no response. <laughs> All right, I stop up the stairs. All right. You start stomping up the stairs. Uh, and on the floors, as you keep going up, you see that there are, like, more unseen servants. But now, like, these tendrils of light. Or not tendrils, but it's like motes and strings of light are coming down out of whatever the light source is at the top that's coming down and like into an unseen servant and it's just kind of wrapping around its head for a couple seconds and then it's going back up into the ball of light. And so mm -hmm. you see just like as you get higher up on the floors, they're going at like a faster pace down into the unseen servant and then back up and in. Mm -hmm. Almost like they're like trying to collect and process information and then send it back up. Mm, gotcha. Like the internet. I mean, I mean, what's uh, the internet? I don't know. <laughs> it's that magic service that connects everyone. And you can okay. message each other. Okay. Um, it's magic. a wide web. <laughs> okay. So it's uh, this I, wide web. I'm just going to go ahead and start going up the stairs as well. Just say, just, just yeah. start cool. heading towards the top. Uh, you start heading towards the top. You get all the way to like the last floor, and then you see a ladder that goes up into a hatch in the roof. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, real quick. Um, can I cast Detect Magic on those little tendrils? Absolutely. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I guess I gotta make a DC 12 intelligence save. A DC 12? Okay. Do you have to make it, or...? I believe they do. I'm not sure. I know we kind of talked about that one. I don't know if you wanted me to have the DC 12, or...? D detect Magic is, like, automatic, isn't it? Yeah, I think At so. At a certain Let's level. Let's do it this way. Um, roll an Arcana check. Ooh, Okay. I'm always about that, even though I don't think I have much to Arcana. I'll take a peek, too. <laughs> if that's all right. A, yeah, uh, go for it. I got a natural Roll 20. Arcana checks. You <laughs> got a natural 20. God, Odor Kopak. Are you kidding me? I got an 8. Are you fucking on me right now? <laughs> 19. A 19? Uh, yeah. Trayvorn, you're, like, trying to hold out your hand and use your, like, newfound magic powers to, like, try and cast something on this tendril, and you see, or this moat of, like, strand of light, and you see Odor just walks up to one that has it, like, circling its head, grabs it, and pulls it, and it's, like, a physical string that he's holding, and Delvalos walks up and kind of plucks it, and as you pluck it, you just hear a conversation that's happening, like, like, a little snippet of people talking, and it's just something about like groceries or just whatever happening and then it flies back up into the ball of light at the top you know i i, I don't know why but i just felt like i could grab it you know yeah it, kind of, it just kind of felt right you know yeah i was just drawn to it i was like well, okay i'm surprised that worked out <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna look down but like yep yep i'm uh, new to this you know it's okay you know maybe Maybe Odor is magical. He is magical in his own right. He has a he has something about him. Something that just makes you want to either smother him or give him a hug. You don't know which one yet. <laughs> it's a magic. Ma thing. Magic is, you know, magic takes a bit. And to be honest, if I didn't have Torm, I would be completely lost. So I'm glad that you have your nice, lawful, good 
just great person god that gives you what who is your fix is a god i've never really heard of him on on the plane he must be like old old good but uh you know i'll just keep <laughs> we'll talk about that later uh meanwhile i kind of want to no, no, no. Torn's, Torn's still my man don't, don't get don't over torn's cool torn's still my man i i believe in torn i told you i was gonna go that route and i, I believe in it I, I don't know how fix is gonna take when he figures that out but i think we're both kind of in a, a means of an end kind of you know relationship you know right very uh very uh how do I put it? A uh, patron with benefits. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, you know, magic is monogamous. I will say that. Okay. Whore. Um, so, oh. no, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Oh, whoa. whoa. Got a sorry. I don't, I don't know what it got a hold of <laughs> no, me. I'm just, I'm just a really devout. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, uh, magic is magic. Okay, I'm glad no, you're okay. here. Let's, let's find your fucking dad. I want to pull that <laughs> string and I want to talk to the string. Hello, Mr. Richard. Are you here? Can you hear us? And I pluck it. You pluck it and you hear just the sound of like children playing outside on like a playground. Well, that's not mm, I think he's fucking with us. <laughs> what happens if we start plucking more of them? Uh, you know, <laughs> How I'm going to pluck them? one as well. <laughs> you pluck one and you hear like this woman screaming at her husband and then the sound of like a plate smashing. Hmm. No, yeah, that, that, that that's not very that yeah, it's not good. Can I make it inside like to see if giant, these might be memories? This is like one yeah, giant absolutely. scrying. Or it's either scrying or they're memories or it's live, but it looks like this Ooh. magic is, you know, infringing on people's privacy. Um that that's Maybe. a fact. Twenty two, by the way. A twenty two on insight. Mm-hmm. These sound like they are saved versions of like live things that happened. So not like memories is an okay word, but like not from someone's point of view, but from like watching something happening or listening to something happening. Interesting. Ah, I got you. So we got Big Brother up in here. I don't. I, is that like your bigger brother? You you're keep on referencing these things that I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> is, is that? Is that I'm so sorry. Uh, no, 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 not brother. Uh, the the NSA, the National Socialist Association. They they're in charge with all the. Uh, with all the wiring and uh, surveillance of mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. I look mm. over at Odor, and I'm like, I think he hit his head really hard. Okay, um, is this <laughs> getting really in hard. our is this getting in our way of just going up the ladder? Or are these just here? They're just here. Okay, oh, okay. I start going up. I, I just start <laughs> yeah, pushing forward. Uh, you go up the ladder. You push open a hatch, and you find a like, like sizable room. There in it is a bed. And the bed is tucked under a staircase that zigzags up one side of the wall and then up into like the next part of it. And then along the side of the wall that doesn't have the like staircase or the bed is just one huge bookshelf. And there's like scrolls and just like tome after tome after tome and like maps scrawled out across it. I'm gonna go start picking up books to see if I can wait. Yeah, I'm gonna do that if I can do that. Um. Yeah, I'm also gonna. I'm just gonna look at some maps and see if I might recognize any from uh, the observatory that Feeks had. See, maybe I can make some connections. Okay, roll perception checks. I'm just looking to see if anyone's been here recently. Maybe I can find like some hot coffee or. It's a six. Fifteen. I got ten. Uh, you guys see that all of these books are just like old, like history of the realm kind of books. Uh, there are things like 
like the history of Brother Autumn and his reign and like the previous Brother Autumn before him, like the, the lineage of like all the different Brother Autumns, the lineages of the different Mother Winters, all those different like leaders and kind of keeping track of the history of that realm. Delvilos, you look for signs that someone has been here recently and you notice that the bed is like not made, like someone threw off the covers, climbed out of gotcha. bed. Gotcha. Kind of okay. thing. Cool. So no dick. But nobody's up here. Nothing. But mag- no one's up here. No. Nothing magical. Hmm. Well, that would make a lot of sense. Um, I guess the only other lead I guess we have is maybe Astro. But I mean, is there any like schedules or maybe even like a binder or a notebook or anything like that? It kind of says like what he's up to. Uh, no, you don't see anything like that. Isn't there a staircase in the room? We still have to go. There is more. a staircase that goes up one more. We still have to go up one more. All right. Maybe we just ransacked this guy's house. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's still my dad, okay? We burn it when we're done. What? <laughs> I'm Jesus. sorry. I just I had a lot of emotions today. I'm sorry, guys. All right. He's, uh, he's just nice. He's not acting like himself, right? Like, this is, like, you know, the... Yeah, I think it's the nerves. Yeah, I think he's about to meet his yeah. dad and he's getting nervous. Or he's seeing okay. his dad again. Well... You see, you see him walking around like, oh, what a nice place. You really upgraded the. Wow, is this upholstery? Oh, God, it's nice. Mm. Oh, I kind God. of look at him like, Trayvon, you know everything's going to be all right, man. And if things don't go right, you got you got us. And so it's so don't worry. Yeah. Um, I was going to say justice and, and peace. Oh, and justice. Um, justice, violence, peace. Violent justice that is peaceful. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Trayvon, lead the way, please. I think you should be the first one to go. All right. Uh, uh, He's buckle, not up there. We'll, we'll buckle this up and uh, yeah, go in, go up the next set of stairs and peek up and say hello. I kind of let him you go first. You go up the next set of stairs and you find at the top of this spire is a glass pyramid, right? You're standing inside of it. It's clear on all three sides around you, but it comes to a point over your head. And in the center of this area is a large, like three foot tall, probably about six foot wide, just like table it's all one solid piece and etched in it is just like circle after circle after circle with like planets and stars and things mapped across them into the table i go to tap the table and is there where i can kind of imbue a little magic in it to see if it like or i guess maybe just like touch it to see if there's any sort of response to see if maybe like a map or something pops up absolutely you go to touch the table and you try to like put a little bit of magic into it and you see all of the rings start to light up and they project upward in this like cool icy blue like hologram right and it starts spinning around and all the parts interlock and twist and things like that until you have a series of concentric rings that you can see around you is like all of space surrounding Ali Lucentia with like Ali Lucentia right at the center of it. Uh, are the other places like are they just another bunch of flat discs like kind of insinuating all like other planes of existence uh yes there's like some flat discs there are some like spherical ones um there's just all sorts of different shapes happening through it i turn around and look at odor this is bugs they have spheres Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah i think this is yeah this has to be this has to be some sort of black magic they're trying to trick us now uh, yeah. You know, in all fairness, in all realists, I would say, I mean, I guess this is the best version of our known universe. Have we, like, have we ever seen anything, like, relatively even close to, like, 3D mapped imaging of, like, the solar system? You have not. 
This is like the first time you've seen something like this. Holy shit. Hmm. Yeah. So just looking around, just kind of like, okay, this is fucking insane. And I don't know why he needs it, but it's strange because I guess I probably would have seen this up at Peaks' like Gigas little uh, symposium. Something similar. Yeah, kind of. Like, you've seen a 3D projection of, like, Ale Lucentia, but this is the first time you've seen, like, the surrounding, like, all the things around it in 3D. Dang. Yeah, so I guess, um, can I go and click on a couple of the, or not click, but I guess, like, kind of go try and, like, touch a couple of the random ones, like, I guess maybe the closest disc? Uh, yeah, if you try to, like, you try to interact with it, and you see it just kind of, like, rotates around your hand. Hmm. Like, you can't physically interact with anything on it. Gotcha. So I can't even like like maybe like kind of like pull it into focus only on the disc, like to kind of like make it nope. bigger. Yeah, you can't like adjust focus or anything like that. Hmm. Interesting. Um, is there anything else in the room? Uh, in the room, no. It's just this table. Gotcha. Alrighty. Well, I'm not quite sure what to make of this, but obviously he's been dealing with maps and stars. Um, yeah, definitely seems like some things are about to get a he little He might have fell into the, the star magic areas. He went too deep. Space he magic. Star, <laughs> the space star magic. You know the star magic? What's the star magic? <laughs> magic of the stars. <laughs> you know, without I, had, I magic, had that coming. Without the magic, he can be lost. But he can also be lost in the magic. Well, I don't see jack shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Looks like he's not up here in all of our, you know, so let's just start heading back down. Um, head to that I third, guess the next up is the workshop, right? I think that's uh, what Austria mentioned as well. What was it? I'm sorry. So if not the tower, then not the tavern, then also the workshop. Okay. Uh, as you, I guess, like, do you dismiss this table and kind of like make it go away or do you leave it up and pulled up and open? Um, I'm gonna leave it pulled up and open. Okay. Cool, cool. Can I write uh, a note? You guys real make quick? your way. Can you what? Can I write a note real quick? Absolutely. Long time no see. Stay here. Next time you show up, we'll be back in an hour. <laughs> okay. And you leave it on the table. We're just gonna rotate back here in an hour. <laughs> just, just in case he comes back, we somehow miss him. Although I did tell him to Great. hold up at the tavern. He's going to be confused. So we're just going to have to check all these find, places again. We'll find him eventually, you know. It's not a big iceberg. Great. You make your way back down the tower, back past all of the uh, unseen servants that are, like, listening to things and then sending them back up into this giant orb of light. Um, and you make your way to the workshop? Yes. Cool. Uh, you exit the tavern or you exit the spire and you turn left and the workshops like right across this little courtyard uh, and you make your way inside and inside you see it's like think a warehouse kind of space where it's like large ceiling open floor plan uh, and you just see like a bunch of tables scattered across the room all of them are littered with like blueprints and books and things like that uh, you see like parts of things that are starting to be built and put together um, you're on one table what looks like a giant cannon uh, but like one you could mount on your shoulder and fire um, you see a crossbow that is like being modified so that it was no longer relies on res like resistance to fire instead it looks like there's something like trying to be played with like combustion happening um, you see 
on one table in like the center of the room what looks like a suit that's being built like a suit of armor but with runes etched all through different parts of it uh <laughs> and behind it you see someone like scratching into it just like in the back of the room um, walk up to the armor <laughs> yeah i guess i'm gonna follow it as well hey dad uh you say hey dad and you see this person with like a welder's mask on like stops what they're doing and stops etching in these runes pops open their visor and turns to look at you and you guys see the face of Trayborn Starkwind but much older a little more gray hair the same purple eyes his skin's about the same texture but like a little little more aged and weathered and he stands and goes Trayborn hey uh so what the fuck man <laughs> what where what you been? What are you doing here? What, 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 what am I doing here? What are you doing here? Where the fuck you been? Uh, we thought you were I, dead. I've been here. I... You know, that's fair. We do have a lot to talk about. <laughs> a banish A lot? <laughs> yeah, Del, Del, yeah, get that ready, by the way. We're going to need that here in a moment. <laughs> to, like, like, I get it. You're a guy of science. You're a guy of stuff, but you couldn't write. I mean, you're telling me you couldn't figure out a way to... You couldn't have just came and got us? Like, you're just gone. Trevor, did you want to live your life over here? Like, look around you right now. I mean, it looks is pretty this lit. ice city <laughs> I was going to say, place? this looks pretty cool to me. I, I was about to say, I mean, I don't know if... Like, you've been up to Solstice. I mean, this is, this is intense. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a little wild. It's a little crazy, but think about where my life choices led to where it was at. I would have ended up here anyways. But at least you're here when you're prepared to be. If that makes sense. I There's no good way to handle the situation, obviously. Um, Azona told me that there were some agents on the way who would be beneficial. He didn't. Are you, are you one of them? Yeah, I ended up joining Solstice. Well, good for you. I ended up going through Brother Autumn's grip. I became a law enforcement agent. I mean, I pretty much went around becoming basically the roughest, toughest motherfucker I could be because someone had to take over since your bitch ass left. So, mm, I mean, Del sees it's getting heated. Mm. He like steps away and he's like, "Oh, Dory, come over here with a little bit." <laughs> Wait, hey, I'm trying. I'm still like trying to fit, fit into the armor. The <laughs> you see, so, uh, sir, please don't, Wait. please don't mess with that armor. Oh, odor, I, it's odor, very mess, delicate. Mess, odor mess oh. with the armor. You see what it does. I please. I'm sorry, he's don't also an agent as well. He's probably going to need to use this later. That's wonderful. It's not ready to be used yet. Oh, I, because it's not finished. Mm. I kind of oh, shuffle oh, in. I kind of <laughs> hold out my hand. Hi, Delvilosoria. Nice to meet you, Del. Delvilos, it's a pleasure. I've heard Richard Starkwind. so much about you, mainly your absence, and uh, I find it kind of brash of you to sit here and not act like you were not in your son's life the entire time. You have any idea what you put him through? The amount of despair and upset he's been—he's been freaking out all day, thinking about coming and seeing his daddy dick. So I need you to put on. God damn it! To put on a sorry face, apologize to your son for your absence, and give him a goddamn hug, or Storm, help me. We will rain fire down here. 
I get heated. <laughs> hold me back. Hold me back, Odor. I like stumble out of the suit. I'm like trying to like, put <laughs> Hold me back. I'm not <laughs> <getting> <laughs> He's not holding me you're back. Good, I'm not good. getting any closer. I'm like, just hold me back. <laughs> 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 hold me back. <laughs> I'm like stumbling out of the suit and like I finally get there after Odor. like thirty seconds. Odor. Yeah. Hold right, me back. I got you. Alright, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Right. I need, I need a breather. Lord, uh, okay. Uh, you, wow. <laughs> yeah. You so. see, Richard Starkwin looks at you and goes, you, Delvilos, you're correct. I didn't make the correct. I didn't make the right choices. Um, well, right is subjective. Ah, um, it's subjective, guys. Here we go. It's subjective. You see, it's Trayvon, you throw your arms up to be like, oh, it's subjective, and he goes in for a hug while your arms are up. I slap him. Uh, and <laughs> you slap him. Yeah, I put that in. It's too soon. It's too soon. This is compl- I'm too sorry. Soon. I'm sorry I told you to hug him. That was my fault. I overstepped. That was. Would you like I hug him? I hug him. I go to hug him. They're there. There, there. You know what? I, I hug see, him too. He hugs you back to us. See, this is. Wait, are you hugging Trayvon or are you hugging Richard? Um, Me? Yeah. I'm hugging um, Richard. Yes. You're yeah. hugging Richard? And I'm, um, then I'm hugging. Yeah, then I'm hugging. <laughs> you're hugging me from behind? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Great. Trayvon, you're standing there watching Del Vilos and Odor hug your dad in like a three way embrace. And you see, he just goes, hey, I, I, Thank it's you. Okay to you show know, I needed this. I needed this, like, catharsis. Um, it's been really, it's been really benefit. Like, it's been hard being away from my family, you know? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I... Is it hard, Dick? <laughs> yeah, Dick, is it hard, yeah. huh? Yeah. Is it hard over there holding two grown-ass men? Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> so he goes, what, Trayvon, do you want to go somewhere and talk? Ah, yeah, 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 sorry. Been, mm, just a lot of emotions today. It's been a, been a long day, definitely got my ass handed to me pretty hard the past few days just to make it down here just to find out that you were alive not even a week ago <laughs> it's been a it's been a crazy week that's fair that's i imagine it's been a crazy week it's been a crazy week here too so let's go grab a drink that i can agree with is this can ready though it, it none of the things in this oh. workshop are prepared yet is oh. the problem oh well, uh, Odor, roll a perception check okay. while you're looking around, looking at like the cannon and things. Oh, it's a nat twenty. Let's go! Yeah, let's high. go! <laughs> Odor, as you are kind of scouting around the room and like looking, you see like the crossbows that are being modified. You see like the sm- cannons that are being like reduced in size. You see the set of armor that he's working on. Uh, you see laying on one pe- like on one of the tables at like the far corner of this workshop is the chest plate for a set of eclipse armor. Hmm. Like the power armor that that one chick was wearing? For okay, listening well. at home, Hops gave us a very uh, look. So now we don't know what to do. <laughs> 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 very, okay. very sneaky. Very sneaky. I guess I walk up to it and uh, I, I fiddle with it. I mean, you uh, out as you approach the table with it on it, you see that there's like three or four more sets of Eclipse power armor on the floor behind this table in the corner. Well, be damned. <laughs> Looks like we might be having a little fun here. Hmm. I kind of want to look over these. Are looking well. at this? Now that I see these. Um, Richard, 
you don't happen to be the only one who makes these, do you? What What do you mean? These I, I point over to this this little um, power chest plate right here. I was like, these right here are they black? Yeah, they're all black. They're like okay. obsidian color. Um, these right here. Are you the only one who makes these? Oh, I didn't make those. Oh, okay. Because we came across someone in that armor on our way down here. Where'd you get them from? No, those those ones were brought to us by the retrieval team. Oh. They were sent out when we saw a flare or oh. someone looking for help, and they didn't make it. So are these mm. just, you know, resting here? Uh, yes. Yeah. I kind of look over to Trayvon. I mean, I've been trying to reverse engineer them and figure out how to make them for our people. Mm. But Yes. Okay. That's what I'm working on currently, and like that's why he point he gestures over to the set of armor he's been like infusing runes onto. Mm. Mm. Well, if you need a for a, maybe if you need to just get rid of three of these, I think I know some people who might like them. <laughs> I don't want anything from you. No, I'm sorry. I said I was gonna keep it cool. I'm just gonna pick one up and just you know just see if I can jingle with it a little bit. You know. Give it a nice, trying to do what with it? Try to get a nice jingle, you know, a nice jingle. Nice jingle. You just like just shake it, yeah, and see look. if anything happens. Yeah, yeah. You shake it, and it's a set of armor that's shaking in your hand. <laughs> Odor, put it on. Put it. Put it on. Odor. Odor, put it. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to put it on. Uh, you try and like put the armor pieces on, uh, and they fit. Can I roll an insight check or how do you feel check or detect magic? I, I feel feel magical. <laughs> Wait, maybe I just have it ate in a few days. Um, <laughs> I feel lightheaded. <laughs> Odor, do you see stars? I feel like I might faint. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Mr. Hmm. Richard, can we take these? I I I don't see why not. I've potentially damaged some of them uh in trying to take them apart oh. and reverse engineer functions mm. so they might not be operating properly but be my guest you know what? Huh? Uh, uh hold on Dad, give give us one sec I'll say i'm gonna huddle up real quick you see he like goes uh, uh, oh okay and he turns like flips his like welder's mask back down and continues inscribing runes on this set of armor what's that all right guys so Sorry, I have a lot of emotions going on right now, but I, but I was thinking for a second. He found these. They made them all the way down here. But why did they make it over to the other side? That I'm trying to understand. There's a lot going on here. But obviously, he's not He's not with the Eclipse program, I think. I, I want to believe that. Uh, but also, we should definitely hold on to these in case we need to infiltrate somebody. Infiltrate someone. Yeah, if we oh, can just... Somewhere. I don't somewhere, know if we're going to be able somewhere. to like lug around a whole set of armor like just in case. Actually, yeah. How heavy is this armor? This is a full set of armor. This oh, is like, shit. yeah, it's not something you can just fold up and stick in your yeah. backpack in case you need it. Can I compare mm -hmm. it to yeah, mine? That's what I was kind of hoping for. Absolutely. Yeah. If you compare it to yours, uh, Delvalis, it is smaller than your current armor. So like your armor is that kind of like heavy plate look to it. Uh, this is like a, a like a refined leather armor kind of look. Like it is a smaller, lower profile armor. Interesting. And I'm gonna just like test for the durability. It, it feels as you know as it looks. It's not like you know mithlar or whatever. What do you mean? What, what is is that mithlar? What is that from Lord of the Rings? Mithril. Mithril. Uh, mithril? Fuck. Yeah. Oh, so you want so you want to like test the durability of this armor? How do you test the durability of it? I want to pull out my sword and look over at Richard. And be like, hey, can I swing on this? Because I. 
he like pops the visor cup. Yeah, sure. I'm done with those. Yeah, you can do whatever you need. Okay, before he even finishes his sentence, I whack it. <laughs> <laughs> you whack the armor and like you hit it and you feel it like rejects and sends the blade like back up in your arm. Like it ricochets it off you. Oh my goodness. Is it low profile plate, but plate level durability? I kind of want to, yeah, uh, I'm going to just start, if we have the time, taking off my armor, my heavy plate, and I'm going to try to get into this and see how it feels. Okay, yeah. Uh, you put on this armor, you take the time. Are you guys also uh, Odor and Trayvorn? Um, can, like, can I just put on, like, I guess, like, the arm pieces and I guess just, like, the chest only? Yeah, absolutely. You put on, like, just the top half of a set of this armor, uh, and you feel like it feels super light. It feels like leather armor, but like when you like lock things into place and kind of like tap it, it has that resistance of like, like heavy plate. Like, like even though it's like, it's, it feels like you hear a ding. Like you don't hear a ding to it, but like you feel the resistance of if you tried to like hit heavy plate mail. Okay. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I want to get rid of this solstice armor. And don this one. Cool. Yeah, you leave your old armor behind and put on this eclipse armor. Sweet. Uh, Trayvorn, do you swap out your armor? Or do you? Um, I only swap out like uh, <clears throat> just the top half. So sorry. Also, effectively, would that be half uh, half plate? Sure. Yeah, we'll call it that. Cool. All right. Yeah, I do that. Cool. Uh, yeah. So you swap out just the top half. Uh, Trayvorn and Odor, you just leave it all behind. All right, what nah. you what you got? No, nah, I'm just gonna do it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hear me out. Hear me out. Do they have yeah. gauntlets? Yeah, like the armor has gauntlets. Cool. I was say, is there a way could Odor get the gauntlet to get some sort of buffed on armored attacks? Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll take a shoulder pad and the gauntlets. You'll Art. take a shoulder pad and a gauntlet. So you have like just the arm, like the shoulders down along the arms, like you leave everything else. <laughs> yeah. Except one cool. shoulder pad. One shoulder pad and I replaced my I replaced my one shoulder pad with the other shoulder pad. <laughs> what do you do with okay. the other shoulder pad? Yeah, so you guys have Dell has swapped out his whole set of armor for this all black eclipse armor. Uh Trevorn has just put on like the chest and the arms, the upper body. Uh, Odor has like one shoulder pad and gauntlets on, and you see Richard stands back up. And he goes, "So, uh, you guys, you guys all set over there. Uh, if you uh, need, if you need the helmets that came with them, the helmets that came with them are over in the other corner. I was tinkering with those earlier. Oh God! Yeah, we'll take the yes. helmets at least. <laughs> I take the helmet. Oh my God! Is this a full coverage <laughs> helmet? Yeah, it's like a full <sighs> cover helmet. That's like the glass dome across like the. So it's like the way it looks is like around the back, along the chin and underneath it. And then like it's glass like dome across wait, the rest wait, of it. Wait, does it look like the pilot uh, helmet from Halo? Like Halo Reach yeah. pilot helmet? Oh, that's yeah. badass. You mean the video game about? <laughs> oh, God, no. I'm Halo Reach, the universe that existed <laughs> wait, wait. in a different plane where these rings were giant God, fireballs. So, okay. Really so anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you see Richard goes, uh, yeah. So Trayvon, did you want to go grab a drink and talk? Yeah, yeah, it's about time. Sorry, we're, uh, we're taking care of some other stuff. Unfortunately, as much as I mainly enjoyed, a good chunk of this was to come down here and see, but for the most part, we got a, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on that we need to take care of. Um, so unfortunately, you're only a sidestep in this entire uh, situation. Got a lot more brewing than that, I think you realize. 
That's that's perfectly fine. Let's let's walk to the tavern, shall we? To the tavern we go. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys all make your way back to the tavern. You guys look like you just came back out of like I I don't even know. It just looks super cool. You're in like your all black armor and like upgrades and stuff. Yeah, also, uh, so I still have walking. my leather or my uh, jean vest over it. Jean vest over your hat. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> does, um, does everything like slow down and like music? Yeah, it's a slow mo walk <laughs> as you guys walk through. Uh, you enter the tavern and you see uh, Trevor kind of just look as at. Hey, uh, Richard, uh, th- someone. Oh, I see they found you. Awesome. Uh, you're normal. And you see Richard just kind of like nods at him. And so he pulls out a glass, starts pouring some whiskey into it uh, and like drops two ice cubes in, slides it across. And he goes, uh, and for you fellas, well, what, what would you like? God, I hate the minute. Give me one of those. You see he pours another whiskey on the rocks, puts it down. He goes, for you two gentlemen. Coffee. I need to stay alert. I'm on the job. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take some milk. There's coffee and a milk. Got it. And he like turns and he walks away and he comes back a couple seconds later. And Richard turns and he grabs his whiskey and he takes a sip and he goes, "All right, Trayvon. So, what brings you guys this far?" Um. Well, actually, what brings us this far is really originally his own awry. He's um, a wanted terrorist in the capital at the moment. Um, definitely, he staged an all-out attack on Revolution, um, and unfortunately, um, a lot of people. Did perish our homes destroyed but he was also raiding our house so i'm assuming you had something to do with that uh yes i did ask him to grab some of my books and what was so important in the books that you needed you know trayborn there's a lot that we could talk about right now but you know how how, how have you been no nope, no nope, sorry we're gonna keep this business for right now i need some information um <laughs> essentially i opened a book i came into contact and with one of the architects that's what he calls himself. I don't know what the hell the an architect star is. star magic. Yes, the star magic. Thank you, Odor. <laughs> this is my advisor, so in case you're wondering. Main squeeze number two. <laughs> but, uh... Del looks at him fucking so offended. I said main squeeze number two. Then what the fuck am I, okay? You're my left hand, man. The left hand is the one that uses swift justice. I the turn right my hand back is on for violence. I look at Odor. <laughs> Del, Del, so, it's not like uh, that. I promise. The left hand is for swift justice and just action. Right hand is when you want to get violent. And Odor is just pure rage. I kind of accept yes. it. I don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so open the book. Um, I think I got in contact with one of the architects. I don't know what they are, but he said he was one. And I don't know if there's a chance the world might be ending. It seems like that's what's going on here, but I mean, once again, that's stuff to do with time and space and in all fairness, we're just creatures that live in the present and now, we can't control it, so I'm doing what I can to hopefully stop it, and what Solstice has to do with it, I don't know, what you have to do with it, I don't know, but at the grand scheme of things, at the base of it, I'm working for Solstice, from what I understand, they're all good and all, you know, they're doing what they can, and you're over here doing sketchy stuff on the other side of the world that we didn't even know exist until three days ago and quote-unquote you know taking down cities left and right so i mean you do the math here it's stuff and stuff isn't adding up here i mean i want to believe you're doing this for the right thing i want to believe all this has a reason to it and of course that'd be the easiest way to do it but let's be honest nothing's ever that easy you see he takes a deep breath and he chugs his entire whiskey and he puts it on the bar and like taps the glass and he goes those are all very valid points. Uh, Azona did come to me. He asked for help with a project. Of course, I said I would agree. 
Um, he told me there were people that needed help and that I was the one who could help them. And thus, and then he like, kind of gestures to the room as all of this was created. Uh, you know, Azona was the man with the idea. I was the one that put it into practicality. Uh, I had nothing to do with the Lunanushan attack. He told me he had an, a subtle plan to get my research that I needed. Um, but you know, not everything always works out the way you want it to, Trayvon. And as the like bartender puts another whiskey in front of him, and he goes, and sometimes the decisions you make don't always work out the way you want them to. And I'm sorry. Appreciate it. Why are you but, sorry? Um, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, sorry goes a long way, but I mean, what are you sorry for specifically? Sorry for walking out, not telling you where I was going. Um, sorry not for not writing, but it's uh, hard to stay out from under the nose of Coatsy and Solstice if you leave any kind of trail behind. So, fair point. Fair point. I kind of my ears perk whenever he says Coatsy. So you know Coatsy. I I know of him. I've never personally met him. Do you know the whole like maybe he's you know invincible and you know sucking life forces from other people to stay alive and all that? I don't know about invincible. Um, I know he's much older than he should be, uh, much older than any human should be, mm. short of a miracle. Like the Grand Wizard Rockefeller, who had many heart transplants. Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, you see, he takes another sip of his whiskey. So, what do you know about Solstice? Yeah, just basing off the Coatsy comment, I mean, what, what do you know about Solstice? Why did you why did you help us on around in the first place? I mean, you're working at the university. I mean, obviously, the university was doing things. I mean, was it not enough? I mean, what you... Well, I mean, why choose to come down here as opposed to stay up there? You can help people up there, too. Academia is wonderful. Uh, you get to teach people. You get to help change young minds. But here you get to change young and old lives. Uh, the, you saw the Nightwalkers when you came in, those giant monsters. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck those, those are. Those are an everyday occurrence. Here. Yeah, I, we don't know either. They're terrifying. If you get too close to them, people have just keeled over and died. That's why we have to keep people moving, keep the city itself moving. We train, I, I started a school here. We train all of our people who come in, are, whether they're young and born here or whether they are refugees from somewhere else. They're all taught to be druids, clerics, wizards. Um, we just, this was a chance to feel like I really did something more than just teach at a university. I was one of dozens of university professors, but here I'm, I'm the man who designed it all. Yeah, okay. I guess I could see that, of course, you know. Try to have your bigger dreams in the field and, you know, and everything. But once again, I mean, was the family not enough? Let's say, was that not enough to really, you know, fulfill that void in your heart where you felt like you weren't the big, strong man? Didn't feel like you were the big old man in the house? Wasn't to do it for you? <laughs> he takes a very slow sip of his whiskey and he puts it back down. He goes, but I get it. You know, I get it. You're just out here to help people. That's why I decided to join Solstice. I mean, 
After all, I wanted to help mom, and of course, you know, I found out that I could help people, you know, by being on the police force, and Solstice was the best of the best, from what I've been told, and that's why I did it. So I get it. Helping people is important. But never turn your back on family. And hopefully after the end of all this, I can also say hello to mom for the first time in a long time, because I'm sure she is pissed. Oh, your mother is an absolute firecracker. I have no doubt... Because when was the last time you saw her? Before you shipped off to Solstice? Yeah, it's been a few weeks. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> how's uh, how's she doing? Yeah, she's holding it in there. Um, I say I will admit we did get a fat paycheck uh, from the uh, for the uh, you know insurance, but I mean other than that, I mean that's really about it. So she's living okay for now, but uh, of course you know only so much that holds it. We really just paid off the house. After that, I kind of had to help take care of her. So this money is mainly going to her. Yes. Okay. I understand. I again. You know, I'm sorry. Um, there's no undoing what I did. No, no, it's okay. But, uh, it's, it's fine. No, I'm just gonna go the. We're just gonna go about the, this professionally. You did what you did. I'm where I'm at. You're where I'm at. Bygones be bygones. Now, I don't know how to go about it, but I guess ultimately, is his own right? Is he good? What what is his deal? I still haven't been able to get a read on him. It seems like what he's doing, he's trying to help some people, I guess, get back to the surface, but also not. I mean, it's just for the most part, he seems like a revolutionary, but I, I mean, I don't see what the benefit of it is. So far, he's trying to say that Solstice isn't all good. I'm starting to see stuff. I mean, Dell Odor can speak for it. We came across somebody in a cave a few days ago wearing this armor. And we didn't even know about them. Those days so far, just, you know, Eclipse. So, I mean, do you have any information on Solstice that proves that they are not what they say they are? You see, he pauses, and he, like, takes a long second to think about it. And he turns to him and he goes, you know, there's a lot of things to think about Solstice. And then as, like, he starts talking, he goes, you know, like, again, I'm sure there's things that are shady, things that are covered up, things that just don't really make any kind of sense. This woman like walks through the door to the tavern and starts walking across the bar uh, towards him. And you see like kind of, she's got a small child in tow and she comes up and while he's just ramping and talking, she like leans down, she goes, hey Richard, um, are, are you coming home on time tonight? And like leans in and kind of just like gives him a kiss on the cheek. And that's where we'll end our session. Two stars! <laughs> You can't do this to me! That was good. Emotions. <laughs> oh. uh, two family Richard now. <sighs> Damn. Name. Now, anyway. now we're gonna get some family dick. <laughs> oh, Jesus, okay. I, I, I make the joke, nobody laughs. Okay, I had to see Yeah, thank you for listening. This has been the Goon Squad Radio Podcast. I've been Brian Hops. Uh, yeah, you guys got anything you want to plug? Uh, noodle Anything the pug. you want to talk about? I'm oh. plugging Noodle the Pug. You know, very good Bones days recently. You know, good Bone days, bad Bone days, but well, I'm pretty sure he got canceled, didn't he? He got canceled. I guess maybe by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I think that's right. I think the Rolling Stones canceled Noodle the Pug and Bones Day. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's still well, going uh, strong. Any way. <laughs> noodle, I love you. <laughs> Um, I would like to yeah, just yeah. shout out all of our listeners because we get a lot of good love. I love seeing the comments on uh, or the reviews on Apple Podcasts. Y'all are just so great to us. It's just really nice yes. to know that some people are listening out there and that we're not just sitting here talking to each other for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will agree with that. I will second that plug. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. 
Um, my my other plug this week is if you find yourself wanting more uh, TTRPG, just kind of like listening content in your life and need something fun. Uh, I was recently put on one called The Neon Streets. They are a fate podcast, is I guess the role-playing system. Three hilarious dudes. It's very like cyberpunk, very futuristic, worth a listen. You know, in the, like the two weeks between our episodes, take some time and catch up on that. It's a pretty good one, you know? This is my first uh, time hearing yeah. about that, but yeah, oh, go, 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 go look at it. Yeah, go, uh, yeah, go yeah, do that. We can't vouch for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they can't vouch for it. I can. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I would give it a listen. Uh, I'm sorry. Anyway, just, yeah. Real quick, though, it just reminds me, it's like the time whenever I found out my dad had another family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man. Feels so long ago. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for watching. But, yeah, thank you for listening, video. everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. And until next time. That was tasty. Thank you for joining my Stale Cracker podcast. All right. <laughs> Your what podcast? My Stale Cracker, where I tell boring white, do- <laughs> white dad jokes. <laughs> Um, walk up to the armor yeah I guess I'm gonna follow the result hey dad (laughs) you see (laughs) (laughs) there's something in this warehouse that just doesn't sit right with me (laughs) is there a cat in here